0: I think it used to be good enough for a brand to say that they're committed to doing good, and now consumers are much more discerning and they want proof plus accountability. And an effective nonprofit can help a brand get the work done on the ground, and it can really help a brand deliver against the purpose promises it has made to its employees and consumers.
1: Greetings, and welcome to Content That Moves, The podcast from Brand Storytelling and Credo Nonfiction, where it's my distinct pleasure to interview the brightest minds in branded content creation who are out there telling the stories that make you actually feel something on behalf of brands. I'm your host, Jesse Raisler, the founder of Credo Nonfiction, where we partner with brands to find and tell stories that reveal brand purpose and deepen brand meaning in a way that traditional advertising just doesn't. This podcast is co produced by Brand Storytelling bringing you the latest news, trends, and insights in branded content with top of industry events and in-depth industry coverage online. Brand storytelling encourages a higher level of collaboration amongst advertisers, agencies, media partners, and creators in pursuit of a richer media environment. For more of the latest in the world of branded content or to explore event offerings, visit brandstorytelling.tv today. Today on the show... Director of Marketing and Communications from the National Forest Foundation, Colleen Coleman, and I chat about what's possible when brands and nonprofits pool resources, ideas, and even stories to create some outstanding purpose-driven content, work that ultimately benefits both parties in some really significant ways. Welcome to the show, Colleen.
0: Thank you so much for having me, Jesse. How's it going?
1: It's going great. Thank you. And I'm I'm super excited for our chat for... A whole bunch of reasons, um, not least of which is I spent a very significant portion of last winter in one of our beautiful national forests in Wisconsin, the Chiquamica Nicolet National Forest, filming a documentary um, about Emily Ford, who was the first woman and person of color to through hike the Ice Age Trail in winter. So I've always had a lot of love for our national forest, but that even got more intimate last last January and February. So thank you for all of your work in protecting these remaining wild places that we have.
0: Oh my gosh, you well first of all you're welcome and I can't wait to see the film and I'd say secondly that this is it's a group effort so we're not going at it alone.
1: That's 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 great. You know, we always need that those supports which I'm sure we're going to talk a little bit about today but I think before we dive into a lot of it I'd love to just start, you know, for those that might be unfamiliar with the NFF or National Forest Foundation, or who might confuse it with the NPF or National Parks Foundation, can you give us a little bit of an overview of the NFF and your mission and, and what that looks like in practice?
0: Yeah, you bet. So, the National Forest Foundation works on behalf of the American public to inspire personal and meaningful connections on our national forests. By directly engaging Americans and leveraging private and public funding, the NFF leads forest conservation efforts and promotes responsible recreation. So what that means is each year the NFF restores fish and wildlife habitat, facilitates common ground, plants, trees in areas affected by wildfire, insects and disease mm. and improves those recreational opportunities. And we really we do this because we believe that our national forests and all that they offer for Amer- for us, Americans and anybody who lives here are that they're vital to the health of our communities and our well-being. Especially with the pandemic and all that's happened recently.
1: Yeah. And I think, you know, a lot of people we hear a lot about vacations in national parks and I I wonder I I hope people are aware that there's national forests near them. Do you have a sense how like how many national forests are there across the country?
0: There are over 50, and it makes up 193 million acres across the country. Wow. Now, that does include Alaska. The largest one um, is the Tongass up in Alaska. Right. And the, ho- the whole system makes up more than 8% of the land mass here in the United States.
1: Wow. Impressive. It is
0: large. Yes. Much larger than the national park system, which we do love. I especially have three beautiful ones here in Washington State where I live. Yeah. Um, this is more of a matter of there's just so much more you can do on national forests yeah. and that includes taking your dog which is really exciting as right love dogs like i do and just in case there's any background noise jesse i do have a 12 week old puppy curled up here under my desk uh.
1: We'll rescue
0: out of Bend, Oregon. So if you hear any snoring, it's not me.
1: <laughs> Keep that in mind. That's super sweet. We love having puppies on the podcast. Actually, this this might be the first, but I think it's something we should yeah, have. I think of. <laughs> we
0: should start the day with puppies and podcasts.
1: Oh, the two best peas around. That's great. Mm-hmm. Nice. Well, I'm I'm also curious too. I'd love for you to share with our listeners. You know, prior to coming to the National Forest Foundation, what did a their brand and communications and storytelling look like and what were your goals for them because i think a part of that it might be relevant to talk about your background Because i know you came from the brand side at rei and i'm curious what you might have brought with you from that brand point of view and how that influenced your strategy there
0: yeah thank you for asking that so i did come from rei previous to joining the national forest foundation on staff I did go-to-market strategy um, at Kent um, here in Washington State for REI, and was on the board of directors at the National Forest Foundation. Cool. And yeah, while I was at a board meeting, I realized, oh man, there's so much good storytelling here. Um, and at that time, the the marketing and communication strategy was experiencing you know some modest and more organic growth um, with with much more of a, I would say local on the ground work communication strategy. So we weren't seeing the national growth that the brand, you know, coming from a brand background, I was really used to. Mm. So one of the first projects that I did um, while I was still on the board and ha- hadn't yet stepped um, stepped down and joined the staff was a brand refresh. Mm. And that identity really, the refresh really helped set the tone for a more humic- cent- human centric relationship. Mm. Uh, both with the NFF and our national forests, which has turned, you know, it's really shifted the way our extensive corporate partner lists are, are doing impact storytelling as well for their brands. So I guess in a sense, we we made it more about, um, yeah, made it more about people being able to connect with their national forests, And I think that really gets at the heart of what our mission is and that's creating meaningful connections um, with the American public and their forests.
1: Nice. And, I was going to say, you know, this is what storytelling does so well, just like humanizing a brand and, and, and giving meaning to what, you know, what's behind everything you're doing. So that's, that's awesome.
0: Yeah. Thank you. And I also think that it, um, it helps define a business. And certainly the NFF is a nonprofit organization. It's a congressionally chartered nonprofit actually of the U S forest service. And, you know, still a business when you look at it and that means you, you got to look at your long-term goals um, and certainly have some benchmark to measure progress against and w- without a strong brand strategy in place which did not exist really prior to my time here um, it was hard to measure whether the brand was moving in the right direction or not and so i'm happy to say that with that overhaul we've seen very powerful results over the last two years we've experienced triple digit metrics across everything that we're measuring from a marketing and comms standpoint.
1: Nice. And what types of things are you measuring there?
0: So we do a lot of reach and impressions, certainly from a media perspective, um, how many mentions are we getting? Hmm. And then our social has has really blown up and a special shout out to one of my team members, Zoe Bomarito, if you're listening to this. She started a TikTok account for us late last winter. Mm. And we had one 15 second video that had more than 40,000 views, which gained us a lot of followers just in one weekend. I think it was the second video she posted. And that has really has been a test and learn channel for us. And a lot of our corporate partners had not explored TikTok yet. So one cool thing is that we were able to bring them to the table and say, hey, Uh. we can launch your TikTok doing a duet, which was Not something I ever would have expected to be excited about, but I can tell you it's been a very powerful little tool for us.
1: Oh, that's so fun. Well, you know, one of the things I really want to dig into here is this relationship, the the potential partnerships and relationships between nonprofits and brands in general. And I think, you know, purpose has been such a dominant theme in marketing and, and brand storytelling, and Story does that so well, revealing purpose. How do you think, you know, how do brands and nonprofit partnerships A, they can like help nonprofits with smaller marketing comms, budgets, raise awareness about their mission. Um, But at the same time, they might also be helping brands articulate purpose. So I'm curious how you see these partnerships ultimately benefiting both parties.
0: Yeah, that is such a great question. So I think it used to be good enough for a brand to say that they're committed to doing good. And now consumers are much more discerning, and they want proof plus accountability. Yeah. And an effective nonprofit can help a brand get the work done on the ground. And with some transparent reporting, it can really help a brand deliver against the purpose promises it has made to not only its board, its financial team, its employees and consumers. So I think if you think about the the three different buckets I just mentioned, the right nonprofit, again, whether that is uh, conservation or social impact-focused nonprofit, whatever is brand right. It really does. It really does matter who you partner with. Yeah. At the same time, as you mentioned, a brand can bring resources, whether that's financially or bringing a creative team to the table, um, or just a bigger microphone. Mm-hmm. And you know, a partner. It's a pretty amazing what can be amplified when you have the right partnership mix. Um, and at the NFF we've really found that to be a win-win.
1: Awesome. Awesome. And what are some of those a few of the partnerships?
0: So there are you know there's one that we launched last October with Ford Bronco. Um, and if you're if you're familiar with their relaunch, certainly um, it was much anticipated. And when they decided to relaunch the vehicle, they also decided to go big with their commitments in um, giving back. And so they, they started the Bronco Wild Fund and selected two partners to start that with one being the National Forest Foundation and the second being Outward Bound. Oh, great. And so yeah, yeah, it was really a fun, very fun product to launch. Um, we also had Filson involved in that. So Filson and Ford Bronco did a custom wildland firefighting vehicle And the content was incredibly beautiful around that. The materials that they used inside the vehicle were just incredible. I don't know if you're familiar with Vilson, but I love their product. So to see like wax canvas on the seats and some just incredible detail was was pretty powerful. Um, And then of course we got just insane pickup across different, you know, it's not normal for the National Forest Foundation to see pickup in auto outlets, uh, but it, it was a pretty powerful media experience for us
1: that's awesome
0: and jesse another interesting example from this past year is that our partners at black forest gummies really wanted to bring the forest to their customers Um, and so in order to do that right because seven out of ten americans live near a national forest and have never experienced them and that that really is something that Black Forest wanted to change, and so they've they have a very generous five hundred thousand dollar a year tree planting commitment with us. So they're mm. helping reforest, which I just love so much. Also, if you uh, we don't know each other that well, but I am a big gummy bear fan, so I love them a lot. Uh, and what- yes,
1: they're big in my house. That's like the one thing I always bring. My wife is a is a candy treat. She's a huge gummy bear fan.
0: Okay, well, you cannot go wrong with black forest gummies. And what's been really special is that they added our logo, the National Forest Foundation, on pack. Oh, wow. And Yeah, one thing that we talked about a lot is that 7 out of 10 Americans live within a two-hour radius of a national forest and have not experienced one. Wow. And as the two of us were together talking, um, that is something that... Black Forest gummies really wanted to change. And so this year, they've added a QR code to their gummy pack. And if you scan the QR code, you can have a virtual reality experience with the tour guide of one of their gummy flavors. And that takes you to different forests that they've done tree planting on this year. Oh, wow. Yeah. As an example, there's a really cool trail up here near me on the Okanagan-Wenatchee National Forest. And, you know, it's different flavor. I think this might be the cherry flavor. So if you click that QR code, it will take you on a cool, it's called the Cold River Trail, and Mm. it's where one of their planting sites is. So that is just an example of unique opportunities for, for creating experiences and what we saw with the partnership so far this year is Black Forest Gummies has an AVE so that's advertising equivalent value. Okay. of more than 2 million dollars.
1: Wow. So
0: so what that means for a brand, right, is you've they've made the initial investment in reforestation. So there is there's some beautiful impact credit there in terms of I think what a consumer needs to see for a sustainable brand. Mhm you also have a hefty amount of carbon sequestration happening with that kind of investment annually. Right. And then really the third thing is uh, that the consumers know by buying that product, they're making a positive impact and a positive climate decision. So it's a win-win-win.
1: Absolutely. That's so cool. And it's so fun that it can be that tangible too. It's like actual trees in the ground, actual carbon sequestration, and how cool that they put that experience, you know, right on the wrapper with the QR code. I mean, the creative possibilities with these sorts of things are pretty endless. And I think that's such a cool example.
0: Yeah. And, and to be able to turn, to share back with a brand, Hey, here's the, the advertising value that we've together created. I think Mm -hmm. that's true partnership. And that's one of the biggest benefits I would say, um, that lies, um, in these brand nonprofit partnerships.
1: That's awesome. Well, thanks for highlighting a couple of those specific partnerships. I'm, I'm curious just in, you know, maybe other case studies you've seen on, on either side of the fence, whether that was, you know, on the brand side at REI or here at NFF, what other best practices have you seen that either a nonprofits can learn from in terms of how brands approach You know, brand engagement and storytelling, or vice versa, other things that brands might learn from nonprofits as well.
0: Yeah, I would say one word: metrics. Mm. So often, oftentimes, when we're working with our brand partners, as you know, from a nonprofit perspective, we're not dealing with the marketing team. Usually, it's um, somebody who's leading CSR. Occasionally, it'll be an operations person who's been put on the task to create a more sustainable supply chain, and so then they Mm. call us. It's very rare that our early conversations are with marketing teams. Ah. And so for that reason, you know, it's, it's important that you're figuring out what that person needs to take back to their financial teams for approval.
1: Mm. And
0: so what we've really found is if you can demonstrate the value of your audience, no matter what size it is as a nonprofit and demonstrate the amplification through your channels, I think that really goes a long way in illustrating the value. And again, that you're getting a brand can get so much more for their money in terms. And it's not all about money, right? But um, what you can offer to a brand is so far beyond just impact on the ground. Right. And, and again, an example that, you know, we just talked about with, with the black forest gummies, is that in addition to those tree planting, it's the brand benefiting from carbon sequestration those AVE dollars that are going far beyond initial investment, et cetera. So a nonprofit really needs to be able to demonstrate the value.
1: Yeah, that's huge. And, you know, the other other piece of this, too, with corporate social responsibility and CSR, like you were saying, like the consumers are looking for not only transparency, but to demonstrate impact. And I think it's clear when you can demonstrate actual impact of something like carbon sequestration or trees in the ground. I mean, that's huge. Are there other are there other things that when you think about those types of initiatives, like other ways that brands can stay true to their purpose? You know, I know it's it can feel sometimes a bit self-serving. So I don't know if you have any thoughts or advice around that as well.
0: Yeah, well, um, I want to finish the first part of your question. Can I come back to that? Oh, one yeah, one? absolutely. So I think there's something really important that I'd like brands to hear. And that is if you are looking to, well, maybe this is... T- Answering both questions, but non, very few nonprofits have access to creative teams and paid media budgets or even PR firms. And so, while a nonprofit brings the ability to get the work done, it, I strongly recommend that you bring your your staff power, even if that's ideation and brainstorming, because that's really where the storytelling and content can be created. It's it's unlikely you're going to find a content powerhouse at a nonprofit,
1: you know. But, yes.
0: They can help you get the work done, which is important. Um, But I think yeah, to answer your question, uh, you're right. I think brands, any brand industry agnostic can face, face the risk of perceived greenwashing. And to avoid that, I think my best advice is to make sure that whatever partnerships you are going after or interested in developing, they must be on brand and fully aligned with organizational values. So there's mm-hmm. countless ways that impact work can come to life, whether that's through sustainability, social justice, food accessibility, right? There is, um, you know, housing opportunities. The list is truly endless. Um, it just must be on, on brand. Otherwise, I think consumers are wise enough to sniff out um, inauthentic partnerships pretty quickly.
1: Mm-hmm. And like, and- the- oh, go ahead.
0: Well, I would just add, you know, secondly, from a B2C perspective, I, w- I would seek to figure out what your consumers can actually do to add to that brand's ability to do impact work. So a strong call to action where the, your entire audience and entire community is involved is one approach that we found to be really successful for our brand
1: partners. That's awesome. Awesome. You know, and and thinking about not only finding the right fit, right, as a brand, looking for a nonprofit who is authentic to your values, but also then getting the storytelling right in a way that feels authentic and not self serving, right? I wonder if you have any thoughts about that.
0: Well, just that it can go really wrong. Yes. <laughs> You're totally like, right. Like that is that is certainly where things can go very wrong. Yes. It's um,
1: important. Yeah. So say more about that. I mean, have you seen I I'm assuming you've seen examples of both, but
0: yeah, I I think that there is a a you know there's some cautionary tales that I'm not going to share because I know we're recording right now. Yeah. But what I will say is that there is an you know there especially with the the NFF because we work so closely with the government. There are things that we are going to make sure that that don't happen or do happen. And like a small example of what we would, would push back on a brand for is, um, at a brand reach out about foot cream and body care and they wanted to interview a firefighter about a month ago and i let them know that hey um, it's the middle of fire it's the middle of wildland fire (laughs) season so no we're not going to approach our wildland partners through the forest service at this time of year Um, that's just not considerate at the very least Mm -hmm. so there are opportunities where um, brands are trying to do something cool um, and they just fall short of not understanding what's happening. And I think again, finding the right nonprofit partner that does have expertise mm-hmm. is one way to make sure that they're not gonna not gonna let you make a, a giant mistake like that.
1: I think beyond that, it, it is interesting just what you know a nonprofit partnership can bring in terms of raw, interesting stories to a brand as well. A brand might not have access or, or have found it putting on my story mining hat here, I know there have been a lot of times through, you know, we did a partnership with Morgan Stanley and Feeding America. And, you know, Feeding America was able to say, like, you know, based on this initiative, here's what we've been able to do. And not only that, here's someone who has been part of this program, and it was life changing. And there's a story that is amazing. And as long as you're, you know, being thoughtful about how you approach it, that can lead to some really powerful stories that might not have been brought to light otherwise.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I could not agree more.
1: Well, cool. Is there any other, you know, for either a brand who's trying to figure this out and and do a partnership with a nonprofit or even vice versa, any other tips that you think are just like could be helpful things to get it, get a partnership like this started?
0: Yeah, I would say, well, for any nonprofits, I would certainly say um, from a Make sure you're leveraging social, especially TikTok, cannot say enough about TikTok. If you are not on TikTok, get on TikTok, because it is certainly something that we're seeing profound growth on. Mm. And, you know, from a brand perspective, who is looking to go deeper on their CSR journey and maybe storytelling as well, is it's really about finding the right nonprofit partner. And a good place to seek those out is Charity Star Navigator. So- Mm. That is such a good third-party directory with with ratings, um, and that will you know that will help certainly. If you're interested in public lands and <laughs> conservation, give us a call. Um, but if you're if you're not sure what the right direction is for you, I would start there. Certainly, mm-hmm. Charity Start Navigator is is a powerful resource. Um, and then there's other third party opportunities as well, like climate neutral, you can get on there, um, and get some additional resources to start a CSR journey. If, if again, um, climate is part of the key values of your brand.
1: Fantastic. Well, thanks for that advice. I, I certainly hope we see more of these partnerships between brands and nonprofits because they do truly seem like a win-win. So thanks for being willing to lend your experience and expertise in that realm.
0: Oh, you're, I'm more than happy to, Jesse. Thank you again for having me.
1: Cool. Well, thanks so much. Is there anything that, that you wanted to say that we didn't touch on?
0: I would just ask, you know, what's your favorite national forest? Can you pick one?
1: Ah, well, the Chiquamaca Nicolet Forest. I mean, I've I've become so familiar with it, and I just... I love returning into it in the different seasons and seeing how it changes so that there's something about that, about getting to know a place really well. I think there's others that I've visited, but it was very short, like, you know, for a day or two and I haven't been back. Yeah. So I love being able to develop a relationship with a place like that. So I'd have to say for right now, uh, that, that is the favorite.
0: I totally get that. So certainly mine are some of the ones that are closest to me as well. It's yeah. hard to pick this one, but I would say, um, on a beautiful fall day it's going to be hard to beat the okanagan wenatchee uh, and then you know on a perfect summer day when it's really hot on that side of the mountains i'm a absolute uh sucker for olympic national forest
1: uh, i will say olympic is it's a contender for me i mean how magical that feels just the moss like the way it hangs from the trees it just feels so almost otherworldly I, I i love that place
0: yeah me too me too
1: Cool. Well, thanks so much for the time, Jesse. This
0: has been fun.
1: To learn more about the National Forest Foundation partnership with Ford Bronco, visit ford.com bronco dash wild dash fun. And to learn more about the partnership with Black Forest Gummies, visit blackforestusa.com promise. And that's a wrap on season three. I hope you've been enjoying the podcast and I'd love to hear from you. If you have ideas for guests or topics for future episodes, drop me a note at jessie at credononfiction.com. We'll be kicking off season four this coming January in beautiful Park City, where brand storytellers will converge once again in person at Brand Storytelling 2022 during Sundance Film Festival. To learn more about that incredible event, check out brandstorytelling.tv and register soon. I'll hope to see you there and raise a glass of High West in your direction. Until then, keep the stories coming.